You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. It's so important to start your week off on the right foot. And so today, I want to give you guys something that I would say is probably a driver for me, especially at this point in my life. And uh, it would it would definitely give you some aspects of consideration of your present, overcoming your past, and looking forward to your future. Because what you always want to primarily work towards is being able to give the world the best version of you. And what I mean by that is, how do you show up in the world? How do you present yourself to the world? How do you treat people that you're engaging with? Uh, look at the health the the health margins of relationships that you're engaged in. How do you provide others yourself? Like, how do you give yourself to others, and how are people giving themselves to you? How much consideration are you giving yourself in context to development? How fine are you looking at yourself? Like how, like, see, the the funny thing, I, I, I think that sometimes we as humans tend to do is we're easily able to look from our pedestal out at the world and make full judgments of things that are going on around us. And because we can see for those who have eyesight, you can physically see. For those who may not have physical eyesight, that does not mean that they can't see because their senses are heightened in other ways. So, but just for those who are physically able to look out and see and then also be able to hear, you're able to take in a lot of information of other people. You're able to make judgments of what you feel you know, what you see, maybe what you've heard, what you've read. But how much attention do we give ourselves in that same retrospect? Do we actually fine tune and look within at the things that we're doing that make up our 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 embodiment? Are we really looking at the areas in which we conduct ourselves on a day to day basis? And are we also measuring ourselves to know how we are actually showing up? And then, too, are we intentional about what we're presenting or what our output or what our energy is cons- is, is, is uh, full of and, and, and how we're sharing that, that interchange of energy and, and conversations and relations and, you know, just all that good stuff that we as humans do. And if we are doing that, are we intending on presenting our best best selves and are we occupying that space of being our best selves because you can present a lot of things to the world but are you really fully giving yourself the best version of yourself to others even to yourself are you giving you the best version of yourself I know for me I'm a work in progress and I am intentionally working every day to give the best, to, to give the world the best version of me. Guys, you know what time it is. It's Monday. 
and it's time for Sunny's Money Motivation. Let's go. Welcome to Loudmouth Radio Network. My name is Sunny. As a former professional athlete turned entrepreneur realtor and the producer of Loudmouth Radio Network, I look forward to bringing content to you that empowers, inspires, and entertains you. Tune in each week as we have unscripted and unfiltered talks from entrepreneurship, real estate, politics, entertainment, comedy, LGBTQ topics, day-to-day life, and everything in between. All shows available on demand 24-7 on your favorite podcast platforms. Fast hauling, junk removal, and demolition is serving the Hemet, San Jacinto, and Temecula Valley areas, providing affordable junk and boat pickup services. Whether you're in need of home or business pickup, fast hauling and demolition is available seven days a week at 951-378-2727. In need of a fast demolition? Looking to build or remodel? Fast demolition is available to tear down and rebuild your kitchen, patio, bathroom, floors, walls, ceilings, and more. Fast hauling and demolition also provides front and backyard services if you're in need of trim of small palm trees, yard removal of debris, and more. Contact them at 951-378-2727. This is Sylvia and Tito from Hemet. And you're listening to Loudmouth Radio Network. Give the world the best version of you. This is a hot topic for me today because it is Monday. It's the middle of October. I'm coming off of a birthday week. It's been a very interesting week. Very, very active and a lot of synergy of things have been going on. But most importantly, I can say as I was approaching um, a new chapter, as I call my years of of opportunity of living here on this thing called earth. I, I I have to measurably look at different avenues of how I'm existing. How am I showing up? How am I presenting myself? Which was the driver for this topic today. And I think a lot of people when their birthdays come, that there tends to be this time, this quiet moment at some point, where you become a little more reflective because when you are aging and there's something about our birthdays and our ages, you know, our age factor that as you progress through life, certain things you think about at one point that could trigger the next time period of what you're going to do in your life. Or maybe you're thinking about what you've already accomplished And you want to compare it to the things that you want to do going forward. So I think it's a natural thing to look at yourself and say, man, am I doing enough? And even if you're not framing it that way, I believe that in in, internally you have this thing that, that, that turns on that makes you feel like you're measuring what you've been able to do if you're getting closer to the things that you desire it also can sometimes make you question if what was important to you a year ago 
or before, you know, maybe you had a long-term goal towards something, and maybe something in your life shifted, and it caused you to no longer consider that to be of importance, or maybe its, uh, its level of priority drops, or maybe it increases. And also, I believe that we also have this tendency to look at how we are proactively growing, Right. And I don't mean just in the physical sense of height or size, but how are you growing spiritually? How are you growing mentally? How are you growing emotionally? Uh, You know, what are you doing to advance yourself in different capacities? Are you doing things that are that is creating healthier relationships with different people and places? And and how are you um, considering the factor of what the next thing is for you. Like, how do you consider that? And for me, I feel like it does not mean that I have to be in a space of destitute. I don't have to be in a space of lack. I don't have to be in a space of depression. You know, sometimes people only really go there when they're not where they want to be. Um, which I think where you want to be is, I'm quotating this, where you want to be is ever-changing, I feel, if you're a person that believes in growth. And as you're going through these stages of your life, you're going to uncover different things. And uh, I, I feel like the best way to continually evaluate yourself is to ask questions and to to look at look at just look at the way you look at the way you're doing things look at your decision making look at the way you're reacting to others look at how you're showing up for yourself right so I'm sure that many of you have heard of Tony Robbins he's probably considered one of the number one world uh, self-help motivational gurus. Um, he's someone that I think all of us could strive to achieve greatness in a way, even if it's, that's not your lane. Uh, and ironically enough, I had already decided on this topic and I actually uh, went online and was searching for something. And I said, you know what, let me kind of plug this in. And I landed on something that uh, is a uh, another magnitude of this kind of conversation that Tony Robbins has given uh, some bullet points about. And I'm going to kind of touch on those because uh, I like their they're just short little emphasis. And I, I want to speak from them um, of the of the individual um, steps, I guess we could say, of, you know, how to give the world the best version of yourself. And uh, one of the first one, uh, the first ones that stood out to me, which actually was number one, was let go of limiting beliefs. And in letting go of limiting beliefs, like, what does that mean? Well, most of us have things that we've established, accomplished and done, but then there's something that maybe is greater than what you've done before. It's a space that you haven't achieved or haven't encountered or haven't even begun to, to thresh, you know, through it. Um, so that opens up opportunity for us mentally sometimes uh, to have this level of judgment of how we feel we're capable 
And most times we're doing things that build up our levels of capability. And in that, we're also creating levels of belief constantly about ourselves. Now, how you listen to your inner voice in your mind, as we say, the conscious and the subconscious, sometimes we're very aware of a limitation. Just to be just for example, you know, maybe you've never done rock climbing or or or, or, or climbing a, a wall. Right. So to look at it and see it, you may believe that you can't do it. You've never you never tried it, but it can look intimidating. And so because you haven't done it before, you already kind of assume something in reference to approaching it. So it becomes like this belief factor, even if it's for a second, you may think, well, I don't know if I can do this, um, but I might decide to try or not. Has anybody ever invited you to do something that you've never done? Uh, like, like, for instance, maybe bungee jumping, right? Bungee jumping may not be comfortable for you, right? Because one, you're strapped into a harness, you're strapped on this long cord, and maybe uh, they're challenging you to jump off a cliff. And the only thing that is going to secure you is this bungee harness. And <laughs> the thought behind it is you're going to jump and this is going to free up, be a freeing experience. But you may not believe that this is something that you can do, that you can even see yourself doing. But let's just say that your sister, who is like the biggest nun, like she doesn't take risks. She doesn't do stuff like that. But she takes on this challenge and gets strapped on and she jumps off the cliff in front of you and said, I'm going to go and do it. I just want to feel like I can feel free. And she takes off and jumps off the cliff in front of you. And here you are standing there like, oh, my God, I don't think I can do it. But then now that you saw your sister jump, it may encourage you now to put the same harness on and then take the jump. And then once you take the jump, it doesn't mean you wasn't scared. It doesn't mean that you didn't have fear. It didn't mean that you were nervous or anxiety or whatever else overcame you. But as soon as you jump, you probably were screaming your head off. But then once that bungee jump happened and that cord, you, first of all, you jumped down. And then once you hit it all the way to the point of there was no more level of, of uh, measurement of length to go, the tension of the rope jerked you back up and held you and you didn't completely fall. That I'm going to use that analogy as a good way of sometimes us physically having to realize that we have limiting beliefs. And in order for us to have a better understanding of what we can and cannot do, we first have to work on the belief factor that we that we can. We have to release the thought of what we can't do. And just that one step of us not limiting our thought propels us forward. And it, 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 it slowly opens you up to a whole new awareness of yourself and it's such a wonderful thing to experience number two tony robbins uh on his list he says turn your shoulds into musts now well i don't know what you may have had that has challenged you this way but let's just say driving in a car right you already know we're in 2023 you know that you should put your seatbelt on. 
you know that that's not even a question. You should get in the car and put your seatbelt on. But how many times have you and other people you've been in the car with or seen get in the car and don't put on their seatbelt? Listen, guys, we're 2023 and there are people that are still dying daily because they didn't put their seatbelt on. Right. So being conscious of being a good driver, being a good passenger is to shift from, well, I should put my seatbelt on to getting in the car and knowing that you must put your seatbelt on. And guys, when I tell you it's so funny how something like that, when you transverse it into almost everything that is leveled in front of you, it changes your whole attitude to approaching things. So, Really and truly, you have to define what are your priorities, right? Because at the end of the day, what you don't do is only measurably effective to you. It could it could affect other people to a degree, but really the measurement of what you do is going to really fall back on you. One of the things that I think that I have really really work towards is to do things that I really want to do. And so that I do not have that level of regret or that, that, that shadow over me saying, you know, you didn't do this when you know you really wanted it to do it. And then it leaves this imprint on me that I left something behind. I, I think last week I talked about something that was mentioned before um, that was shared in conversation about every day we're living closer to our deaths. You know, we're not we're not necessarily, you know, we're not aging younger. We're aging forward. So there's I'm sure a lot of you guys that have had things that you desired to, and goals and things that you wanted to do and. You know, sometimes things happen and you don't do them, but does that, you know, and then too, you got to measure if it's worth, uh, worth, uh, you know, going for it. Only, you know, what that is. I'm not saying that everything that comes in front of you becomes a, a should to a must, but there is certain things that, you know, for yourself. Hey girl, come stop by Double Meek Dub, located off of 211 North State Street in Hemet, California, 92543. We offer eyelash extensions, brow waxing, brow lamination, ombre powder brows, as well as two-day lash courses. So come get Meek Dub. Blue Line Enterprises, located at 1455 North State Street in Hemet, is the go-to used car and truck dealership, providing you with a great car buying experience, offering high-quality pre-owned vehicles. From the moment you walk through the door, commitment is provided to you for a great buying experience with a skilled sales staff, great financing options. We'll help you get the vehicle you want at the great price you deserve. Contact us at 951-293-3105 and feel free to find us online at Blue Line Enterprises, LLC. 
Hi, this is Cindy Lemke from the Hemet San Jacinto Valley Chamber of Commerce, and I'm here to invite you to learn more about the Chamber. We have networks ongoing, so you can join us at a breakfast at J&M Restaurant at 9 a.m. Every Wednesday, breakfast is on you, networking is on us. And then we have Women in Business, we have the Multicultural Network, and we have the Valley Nonprofit Network. And then we also have our monthly mixer. Any one of those things, you can be my guest. Give me a call at the office for more information or just tell me you're coming. 951-658-3211. Or you can check us out on the website, hsjvc.com. That's like hemetsanjacinovalleychamber.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Have a great day and don't forget to join the chamber and help your business grow. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. Uh, that you don't want to live, you know, this, this, you don't want to leave this earth and not at least have tried or at least have approached it, right? So, you know, make that list of the things that you know that you want to do. And uh, I, I think one of the things that Tony Robbins has in, in context of this is a rocking chair test. Imagine yourself old and great, reflecting on your life. What are you most proud of and what do you regret? And those will help to reveal your must. So I kind of like how that, that analogy was given. Number three, amplify your strengths. Focus on your strengths, right? So there is a level of everybody's existence that only a person that is living that life can measurably you know understand unless you expose yourself in some way at work or within your family within your friends within the world to where people can identify what strengths you 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 possess you know a strength is only going to be recognized by exercise so if you're not utilizing your strengths then you nor anyone else will know what they are so it's important to recognize uh, the difference between something that you're good at, something you're great at, and something that is uh, a work too. You know, maybe there's something you want to work up to become stronger. I don't feel like anybody comes into the in, into anything a hundred percent ready. You know, everything is a development process. So whatever it is that you have been practicing or doing on a consistent basis. Sometimes you look up and realize this is a strength. And if you have not taken note of that, I suggest you should. And knowing what your strengths are and then really pushing them forward will gain so much, you know, so much for you in the world. It'll give you such a value position uh, that you uniquely will position yourself to be able to present in in conjunction to uh, interaction with the world. So amplifying your strengths is uh the the third step um because one of the things that tony says is that it's essential that you understand your strengths and focus on them because when you hit a roadblock it's it's inevitable and that's very true there's always going to be something that is going to challenge you in some form or fashion and if you've taken time to really develop yourself in certain areas, then that strength will sometimes carry you through. It'll get you through. Um, and then sometimes it also helps you to know when you need to pivot. Uh, I think in business and in life and, in, in, you know, in all aspects, you have to learn how to pivot. Right. And if you learn um, when 
things are measurably right for you, you'll know to keep going. And then sometimes you'll know when it's best to pivot. And that pivot could be a number of things. It could be redirection. It could maybe be a complete stop. It could be that maybe you have something that you need to be rid of. So maybe you sell it or you stop entertaining it. You stop, you know, putting energy to it. Um, so I, I think it's important that you do that. And, and that helps you to stay on your path of whatever it is that you're working towards. The next step, develop a growth mindset. Huge. This is absolutely huge. So for many of you guys, and I know everybody has somebody they might can be able to pinpoint this to be, but you ever had someone around you that has so much, so many good things about them, but yet uh, they just do not seem to push themselves to go further or they don't feel the sense or or the sense of the need of urgency to grow. And maybe they're still living in the same level of place where they've been that you've known them over the last 10 or 15 years they're doing the same thing they're not really pushing themselves to be anything different and it's not that you love them less but because they're in that space they're not in the space of growth and their mindset has become ingrained into their surroundings and what they know to do and be and so that's probably one of the biggest pivots of action that if you're not doing anything right now you know look at your mindset look how you show up when it comes to things like are you working towards you know growing your development in certain areas are you reading are you are you studying are you applying yourself are you putting forth uh action towards something to 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 gain better positioning in your life with your finances uh, you know, maybe there's some some continuing learning and education that you want to do towards some things. Uh, you may even have uh, the strength. Like I mentioned, we talked about strengths. One thing about strength, in order for something to maintain its strength, you have to keep giving it power. You have to maintain it. You have to keep it at a certain level. Just like your body, your muscles will weaken if you're not exercising, if you're not giving it attention, if you're not developing it to to sustain its its, its level of of uh, strength that you've accustomed to having and if you don't your body will start telling you right your mind is just as your mind controls everything so if your mindset is in lack doubt depression stress anxiety just you know you just have this negative outlook on things it is going to be extremely challenging for you to give the world the best version of yourself because in fact you're not giving yourself the best version of you so you definitely can't give it to the world number five throw out expectations and this is interesting in 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 this uh this topic this step is um Sometimes we, I'm going to say this on twofold. Sometimes we have expectations of people and that is always going to take you to a step of disappointment. Let me just start right there. When you have expectations of people uh, and and there's levels to it because you may say, well, Sonny, I'm married um, and, and this is my partner or this is my spouse. So yeah, there is some level of expectations you should have there. But there's also a certain degree. So for me, I'm going to give you this from the version of yourself. Throw out expectations of yourself that 
is leveled on other people's expectations of you to a degree. Now, if you, and, and, and so this is where it gets, I'm not going to say it gets tricky. It can be a little complicated in some instances, meaning that on one side, you don't necessarily want to have expectations of people that um, is outside of where it should be. So like if you're say if you're a manager at a job that you have lower level employees, you do have expectations for them to perform their job. Right. But that has a ceiling. Right. It, it has a a level in which they're responsibly supposed to step in and do certain things. But that does not mean that they always will show up and do the things necessary in that space or in that position because things do happen. Now I'm not excusing them, but as a manager, you do give your, your, your peers or your, 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 your constituents or your, or your, uh, you know, your lower level employees expectations. You give them explanation what their job is. You explain to, you know, they know what that, that is. And so you are expecting them to fulfill that role. Now let's say, that there's something outside of what their responsibilities are. You can't necessarily hold higher expectations beyond that. Now it would be nice. Let's be honest. It would be nice, but that is not always how that works. It doesn't same thing amongst people of friendships and, and relationships, you know, you have a certain level in which you occupy each other's space. And there's a certain way that we interact with each other. But if you go beyond certain levels of of that, it can become a danger zone. And that's when you get disappointment. Now, when it comes to us. And what I mean by that is self, when you're looking at self, you know, you have the ability to measure up what your value system is. You get to create what you desire based upon your own subjective thought. And sometimes you can't focus on what other people's thoughts are of you. You have to focus on what you know of yourself because you may be working towards something you haven't achieved yet. And so it's, it's not uncommon that people will measure you based upon the experience that they, what they've had with you. They may have never seen this other part of you because you're evolving and you're developing and you're strengthening it. So their expectation of you may be less than what your expectation of yourself is. So I think it's healthy not to allow everybody's expectations to rule how you work and move in the world. Right. I think that that gives you an opportunity to show up for yourself, number one, and to also give the world notice that, hey, I can be more than what you thought I can be. And only once you've accomplished whatever that is and presented it, will they know that. Right. So you have to maintain the vision you have of yourself. Right. And and, and use that to propel you forward. This is the next step. I'm really going to um, tell you guys that for me right now has been a big thing. Being willing to share your old identity. Wow. Um, sometimes we have things that we have have been doing for quite some time and it becomes habitual. And it may not no longer serve you. You know, there may have been things you did before that is no longer serving you. And you have to recognize that 
it's not serving you and you need to make a change or a shift. And because of your own acknowledgement of it, it's transformational. It gives you an opportunity to reinvent yourself or to re- reintroduce yourself. And it gives you an opportunity to, you know, uh, witness your own growth. And sometimes we have these these alter ego mindsets about ourselves that we have to break away from because sometimes people will say, Oh, I know you're like this and you're this type of person, or you've done this in the past. And so this is my expectation of you. Well, maybe you don't like that. Maybe you don't like how you've been showing up. Maybe you don't like the way you've had the interaction between the world and, or, or individual people, places or things or something. So maybe you want to transition that and change it. Give yourself permission to, Number seven, tame your fears. That's another big one, man. Because listen, all of us have something we're fa- we're fearful of because we haven't done everything in the life in the world that we are uh, presenting. You know, we're, we're dealing with we're, we haven't had every experience, and and so there's a lot of unknowns. And it's okay to recognize you're fearful. You know, you can acknowledge you're scared. You can acknowledge the fear, but just don't let it have a strong hold on you. Don't allow it to create so much anxiety that you can't break through or, or, or get past. Uh, number eight, prioritize outcomes. So for that, I think that if you are consciously working on certain things, you've already developed this task list or this goal list or something that you're working towards. So we all naturally have this thing that when we want something, we most times want it because we envision it to be something that we desire. So in that desire, you already have had this created this mental picture of what the outcome of that will be once you've successfully achieved it. That is what drives us to go after things. You may have somebody that you met and saw and found them to be very attractive. You're interested in them. And so because you find them attractive and you find them, you know, interesting, you have already kind of started to see yourself in the sense of interaction with interacting with this person, maybe talking to this person, spending time with this person, maybe then taking it to a level of dating. Um, And so it's just this natural progression. So I think it's important that just as much as you acknowledge the things that you're looking to do, that you prioritize how uh, you you, you come out of them. And and in that, you have to maybe uh, set the tone of how it progresses. So maybe you got step one, step two or phases of how it develops. And um, and, and I think it's important to just keep... um, a clear picture of what you desire it to be. And that will help you to see if you're gaining, um, if you're gaining where you want to be. Now there's a few other things that are showing up and I'm just going to skip ahead. And there's one is about staying positive. And uh, there's a few others. I'll probably share this link in the, in, in, in the um, content of this, uh, this segment today. Uh, for you to look at and read more. But I I just want to make my last step on this is staying positive. It's a very, very important thing because it is so easy to not be positive. People don't realize, I think that it takes more to be positive than it doesn't. And the reason being is because there are so many things that can make you feel pushed and pulled Uh, there's, you know, other people's attitudes and comments and out in their mindsets 
you don't even realize it could be people that are very very close to you who may not have the most positive outlook on things and it really a lot of times it has nothing to do with you but maybe they're not where they want to be and so they start finding themselves complaining more about where they're not versus working on where they want to be and so there's a, a, another con there's another caveat there to also recognize who you have in your in your surroundings you know really be mindful about who you're allowing to take up space with you and in that space you know you might want to conduct yourself accordingly to what it is that you're working or you know working around now you have family members that may be uh, not the most positive they're your family so you you have a different level of measurement with that you know you're not throwing them away but maybe there's just certain things you may not expose them to until you've already accomplished where you needed to be so there's less opinionation and there's less um, influence that is not necessarily positive that could overshadow what you're working towards it's not to say that you won't include them but maybe sometimes you don't want to share that with them until after the fact because you just know that they're the type of person that may not necessarily uh, give you the cheerleader or rah-rah in your process because that's just the way they are you know you may have co-workers or friends same thing that if they're not that person that could be an accountability partner that's going to challenge you and give you you know constructive criticism which is not not necessarily a bad thing but they don't necessarily embrace you know things that you say you know <laughs> and, and sometimes it may not be that they don't embrace what you say maybe it, it could be a, a multitude of things maybe you're you know i'm gonna just talk about me i have a tendency to talk about things and i tend to write things out and i tend to talk about things in 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 the development of thought and so sometimes that can be me having multiple conversations about different things but at the end of the day i'm also still taking a measurement of myself and if i'm trusted to talk to whomever that person or people are in regards to it then i must have some level of respect for them in that space that they could give me constructive criticism that i can take into consideration and maybe i want to bounce it off someone else other than in my own mind about it and if i'm doing that trust me i'm doing it because i trust to do it not because I'm not able to just make a decision on it on myself. I, I might may want to have feedback. I may want to jog around or get some, you know, some input. Uh, so all of these things can make a huge difference in the way in which you uh, you build up to give yourself the ability to get the best version of yourself. I think all of these steps and like I said, uh, Tony Robbins had a few more things. But just in my own, um, excuse me, in my own reflective thought that the more we intentionally work towards improvement of self, the better your world just becomes. I think it just creates a momentum and a, a synergy and an energy around you that propels you forward and it gives you the opportunity to find passion it, it develops you into becoming more fearless in regards to your approach. It gives you the ability to have this mindset of possibility. And when you start thinking on those levels of thought, things just start happening, showing up for you. There's this wonderful thing that can come, you know, start showing up and it becomes the evidence of what you're working towards. So I just think it's important that we all 
uh, work towards giving the world our best version of ourselves because if we're giving it the best version of ourselves to the world that means that we already have ignited the best version of ourselves to ourselves and now you're just you know you're just outputting what you have already set in tone within yourself so guys this has been a uh, treat I have actually gone uh, well in depth on a few things and I hope that you can find them to be resourceful and in, uh, in your own self-development as we are winding into the latter part of the year I know that you know we get closer to the end of the year people tend to start getting into those uh, new year resolutions and things of that nature but I have long 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 thought about the factor of not you know not existing in just the new year resolutions because a lot of times if you're only coming to that one at one point of the time in the year is very less likely that you're really going to stick to it because it's not actively in your day-to-day it's not actively a part of what you're uh, working towards and so it doesn't develop um you got to have sustaining power i think the one of the other things is you know guys let's stop giving up on ourselves i think too many times um the, the some of the things that we're not achieving is that we're just not sticking we're not we're not allowing ourselves to recognize that there's going to be these pits and and, and and these ups and downs and these these little valleys and highs and lows and and that's just the way it is is that way in life is that way in business that is that way in our culture uh, but we actually have to recognize that um the, the, you know it, you, you it's like it's like if you're riding a bike and you're turning a corner, you got to lean into the turn, right? And so if we start making ourselves a little more flexible and make ourselves a little more uh, open to things that are showing up in our day-to-day, I think that we will start to find lightness and we don't necessarily feel so heavy about the things that we're desiring because that's the one thing that I'm even working myself towards is you know, not letting high levels of frustration um, to overcome the things that I'm looking to see happen. And and that's also, you know, activating your faith. And, and it's not easy to stay in a, in a state of faith drivenness because literally for me, guys, I, I, I show up every day um, exercising my faith because as I've navigated so many things in my life, the 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 one thing that I've had to remember uh, is my faith in whatever it is that I'm giving energy to. Um, and, and that has been such a propelment in many times when I have failed. Um, and this is the, this is the other thing. Expect to fail in some areas and and, and those failure moments are only building you up and making you stronger. So I'm not one to believe to just give you a bunch of rah, rah. There is so many aspects, you know, we deal with identities of uh, changes of identities of who we are. Right. Um, But we are all working to have this level of fulfillment in our lives. And so because of that, we get to make it and carve it out the way we want to. So my suggestion is to do just that. Live unapologetically. Live fully. Do the things necessary to give you the ambition to keep going. And don't compromise your goals. You know, if they're in, if they're important enough to you to keep showing up in your space, 
you know it's it's amazing how the universe will start showing up and giving you representation of things that you talk about and desire and if they're constantly are reappearing and showing themselves and it's not leaving your spirit then there's something there something that you need to look at and only you can decide what that is and if it's worthy of you uh, building it up but guys i believe in you and i believe that you have the capability to give the world the best version of you i appreciate your time guys until next week i'm out of here peace Cynthia Sweet Treats located at 1259 South State Street in Hemet. We are located in the Diamond Valley Shopping Center. Come in and enjoy some puff pastries, custom cakes, cupcakes, mini desserts, handmade pastries, fresh breads, cookies, and event catering. Our hours of operation are Monday through Friday, 8.30 to 4 p.m., Saturdays, 8.30 to 3 p.m., and Sundays we are closed. If you have any questions, go ahead and call the store, which is 951-282-3237. You can also uh, find our website at CynthiaSweetTreats.co.